everybody, Coach John Daly here back again. Happy summer. Today is, let's see, Friday, July 6, 2018. Time is going by. I am in that mode, which I enjoy, uh, but I know I can't stay in it, uh, where I forget what day it is. Um, and summers, summers do this to me. So if it doesn't do it to you, I'm sorry. But hey, this is what I was looking forward to today. Uh, I had Facebook Live real quick this morning uh, before I went to the gym, and I just threw it out there that I was meeting the one and only Dr. Jeff Lipp. It's been a couple weeks, but I was so looking forward to this. Dr. Jeff Lipp is in the room. How are you, Jeff? Great to see you, Coach. I'm doing fantastic. Another great Friday, Daily Friday. This is our number six Daily Friday, so I just want to give you a heads up on that. You are amazing keeping track of these things. That's well, that's what you have a blog for, my friend. And so the next number that comes after five is six. Oh, so that's, it works out hey, perfectly that's right. fine. We're under the second hand. Yes, also yes, sir. Five fingers. That's fantastic. Well, it's great to see you, my friend. How's summer treating you? Summer is just fantastic. I had really kind of like a week off this week, digressing, kind of relaxing a little bit, and then really refocusing and kind of like honing in on what my next move will be in life and things of that nature. So it's working out in a very good direction. Good to hear. Good to hear. We'll have a lot to talk about after we get off the air here. Um, since summer to me is about um, re-energizing, refocusing, catching your breath, and doing things that you normally don't get to do throughout the regular school year, and even if you know the non-teachers out there, hopefully still summertime offers you the time to get away and unplug and, and do something different other than your normal job, uh, I always look to take control of, of my life. And... In a few different areas, um, exercise, um, probably eating a little bit better, you know, getting more sleep. So there's definitely some things I always try and focus in on. But I found this uh, great article from the Success Magazine staff, and I want to go through a few points of taking control of your life now, okay? Um, so the first one right off the bat is identifying where you're stuck in life. Take steps toward getting unstuck, even if it means pushing well beyond your comfort zone. Action is the only remedy for fear. In that little statement there, there are probably three things we have touched upon many times uh, in, in our conversations, Jeff. Um, figuring out where you're stuck, doing something about it, getting out of your comfort zone, right? Action cures fear. It's a big, big uh, statement from the magic of thinking big and some other ones, but you're shaking your head up and down that you totally get this. Uh, all the so time. What are your thoughts and are there... A couple items in the statement that you were going through recently. So actually, what I want to do first is throw this back at you because I want to see where Bam. you want to take it. Because the fact is that I know how I want to maybe answer this, but I want to see if you're going to go a personal route or you're going to go a professional route. So I want to see how you answer it first. Uh, probably getting unstuck for me right now. Um, a couple days ago, I got my blogs going again, which I need to do big time. It's been way too long. Um, what are you blogging about? Uh, mainly following up with podcast discussions and then adding a little bit different things that I don't uh, put into the show notes. Um, so I'm doing. I'm going to do that um, pretty much every other day, every time I have a podcast. But there'll be other times I do that too. But that was a big promise I made to myself and learning from you um, that you're blogging every day and just the dedication, the commitment, um, you know, the, the focus on it. That has really inspired me. And again, summer is a time I need to get this habit going. So I need to replace some other habits with that. Um, so definitely personally doing that, um, hopefully that's going to lead to some other things too. Uh, getting back to the gym. I mean, I, I talked about this morning. It's been a couple days. It's been so damn hot. I have not wanted to leave the house. I mean, it's it's troublesome for me, Jeff, to go out and get the mail on those hot days. I, I tell agree. you. 
you know, having the air going, I've just been so comfortable inside. So again, getting out of my comfort zone would be leaving the house, get out that air, air conditioning. But uh, so those are a couple little things, uh, funny as they may be, that I was kind of thinking about. So you're doing a fantastic job answering that. And you actually answered it both professionally and personally, which is amazing. And yes, the fever finally broke in the state of Michigan in regards to the heat wave. So it was just putridly warm. Let's put it like that. It was terrible, right? So let's talk about this in the context of looking at – see, because most of the things that you reflect out there to me is always like, do I go professionally or do I go personally in regards to the response to that? Well, let's take it professionally first. Professionally, I am looking at trying to figure out what the next move would be for me professionally, meaning that like I love where I'm at. I love working. But more and more, I keep thinking about it. You know, you know I talked about several times. Working for the man, okay, like whoever that may be. Now, you're not using that – term figuratively, okay, the man. I, I wish you guys could see my air quote, okay? There are a lot of people nowadays that want to work independently and they want to kind of like thrive in what they want to do. And more than anything, I want to kind of maybe move towards that particular direction. Um, I still am thinking about going – I know for a fact I'm returning back to the school that I'm at more than anything and I'm not leaving anytime tomorrow. But really I want to start considering and thinking about opening up a private practice and then – Obviously, keep moving forward with that. So I've been taking steps towards doing that. And it's easy to not do that because when you're on summer vacation, that's the last thing you want to keep thinking about is work. But really, if you set all this up, then really it gets into a pattern of just consistently putting action towards something. It's like the podcast and the blog that you just mentioned. If you blog every day, right, then you're going to go back to that and blog every day. And when you don't start blogging every day, okay, you're like, wow, why am I not blogging? You know, that's how I kind of feel. So what I do is I blog every single day. I put that out there and it's good stuff. I mean, I really use it more as kind of a reflection in regards to dealing with relationships because that's kind of where I'm at right now. And that's the next part to it, which transition quite easily is the personal step. So for me, more than anything, is that I've been realizing more than anything is that I get caught up in being, being emotional more than I have been. And it's because a lot of the experiences that I've had over the last four years, meaning that like I've not had the most successful relationships, period, whether or not it's intimate or personal or just friendships in general. I want better relationships. And what I'm realizing more than anything is that if I don't call people sometimes, I don't hear from them, period. Mm-hmm. And it takes me to make that initiative. And I think and I reflect, I go, is this relationship really worth my time? And I'll be honest with you, every relationship is worth your time. It really is. Whether or not you're learning something negative or positive from that, you have to invest into that. So for me, I've been really making a conscious effort to try to reach out as many people as I can to make sure I keep taking action in regards to forging those relationships. Honestly, it's so important because – People use, you know, I'll be honest with you. I use excuses. People use excuses all the time when they can't meet up, right? Mm -hmm. Because they say they're busy. Well, I'll be honest with you. How busy can you be if you can't just reach out and like maybe see somebody, you know? What it really comes down to is that relationship isn't important enough for you to invest time in. That's what it comes down to. That's awesome. That's a great reminder for me. It's one of those things I definitely try and do over the summer. And, And like you said, when you said reach out, uh, and you haven't heard from somebody in a while, all it could take is a little text. Right. Right. All it could take is just a little phone call or a little email, a little Facebook message, whatever, to where you might not see them for a while. Right. And you're not talking about hanging out for days and days and days. You right. Know? But it's one of those things that really kind of 
works. It's a great great time of year to do that. You got to put in the time and effort. And for some people, that's tough to do. They'll be quite honest with you. But like it's the same thing here. All my podcast guests, you know, you got to put in that time and effort to reach out to them to see if they're available. You know, it's not like they always call me up and say, listen, I want to do this. I want to do this. And it's amazing now. Now I've gotten to a point where people are reaching out to me nonstop to try to get onto the show. And it's like, okay, now i got to organize the time. i got to do this. i got to do that. But it's just – it's interesting because I remember putting in all the work before and now it's paying dividends in regards to people reaching out to me and trying to get on the show. And they want to make sure that you know they share their message, their story because that's the key component behind my particular podcast is that story, that key component behind that because I'm really big on that right now because I'm huge on relationships. I just am and I don't care who you are in this world. Like you can have better relationships but it takes work and you got to choose to work on that. Love the example, man. I, I I am feeling more and more privileged just to have time carved out in your day. In your, he was on the phone, folks, as, as we got in here waiting for somebody else to leave the room. And there's somebody beating down his door, wanting to get with him on Tuesday to set up this next podcast. And right. it's just fantastic stuff, man. It, it's it's awesome to hear. Uh, next point here. This one: identify your biggest strengths and make sure you use those strengths in your profession. If you do, it's likely you have found your passion. Now, the first part of that one, Jeff, gets me thinking, because I've heard this over and over again, I want your thoughts on it, that when we're looking at our strengths and weaknesses, we tend to focus in on our weaknesses thinking that we've got to improve those, which I do believe. But I've heard over and over again on how you need to find those strengths and keep amplifying those even more. And that's a transition that I'm trying to have because um, I'm finding myself probably stuck more trying to fix a few deficiencies, right, a few a few weakness areas, which I, I still want to improve upon. And let's just make it sure, you know, I don't want to get worse, obviously, in some areas. But to hear them say, identify your biggest strengths, and it got me thinking about how we really have to zero in and improve those and maximize those even more. How about your thoughts on that? So I'm going to ask again on this because I love your feedback today. You're really on point. What do you feel is one of your weaknesses? You know what? This is just like I've been watching a little bit of Wimbledon. Okay. With the tennis. You always watch sports. And you know what? Great lessons and stories. i got to share one with you after we're done here. I love it. Um, but it's just like you're, you know, I hit a shot to you. You're lobbing it back to me. And I like that. Um, probably, <laughs> probably, just like I said, uh, from the standpoint of um, my habits of things I need to spend my time on that are going to benefit my dreams and goals. Okay. And, and me connecting with people and, um, you know, putting a couple courses together that I want to do. Uh, some book report type projects that I need to do uh, online. Those are things I need to be focusing in on rather than um, some of the things I think, and I just saw this headline too, uh, where they talk about how are you being you know, productive or are you being busy? You know, and I am busy doing things. And, and to me in my mind, they're like, okay, these are good things, but um, there's certain things I really need to focus in on and uh, create that, like I said in the... Uh, uh, Facebook Live this morning, that five, four, three, two, one, boom. Get up off your butt. Do do some of these things that you've been talking about and having on your list every summer. Um, and so that's probably one of the biggest weaknesses that I need to work on, which is good. Your follow-through right now and a lot of those things that you just discussed is pretty powerful, I think. I mean, just for the fact that you're going back to blogging, that's a huge step towards yeah. the right direction. So that's awesome, buddy. Um Going back to that question, really my biggest strength, I look at it more than anything, is being flexible. I think that's really a key component of what I do professionally and personally. you got to be flexible 
especially with people that when you're especially when you're dealing with other people, you have to be flexible, right? Because they're not maybe the same type of personality as you are in regards to how they stay organized or even in regards to how they interact with other people. You've got to stay flexible. And for me, what I want to try to do is emulate that flexibility with the person I'm kind of working with. So that's one thing that I've been kind of working on because more than anything, I realized that my life is surrounded by people. And the more I have better relationships in my life, the better I'm going to be down the road. So for me, being flexible with that, I think, is a key component behind everything. That's awesome. In fact, the funny image just came to my head. I don't know how many of you out there listening uh, remember the toy Stretch Armstrong. Mm. But to me, when you said being flexible, I, I know I don't know everything going on in your life, but you've shared a, a few things with me. That's what I view you as. Stretch Armstrong, as far as you are stretching <laughs> in so many different directions, um, and you do have a lot going on. And I know you pride yourself in um, you know, continuing, you know, whether it's juggling those plates or, or whatever you want to view it as, but I just think that's amazing. And I need to probably do that as well. Now I want to go get a stretch Armstrong, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> we have to look that up. Uh, next point I got here. It says, keep a notebook with you at all times. If you wake up at 3 a.m. with a brilliant idea, write it down. A blank notebook becomes a suggestion box for your brain, mm. opening you up to new ideas. Is that something you do, Jeff? When things come to you, do you write? And before you hit the shot back to me, I will answer it. <laughs> I am starting to do that more and more. I'm filling up the notes part of my phone. Um, and there was something the other night. Uh, I came in to get something. We were, Sue and I were out in the pool and um, having some time together. I came in, probably get a drink or something. Okay. And uh, before something came to me and I grabbed a sticky note real quick, wrote it down, and put it inside the book that I'm currently reading so I could remember it. And I'm, Because there's things that are coming to me now more and more that I need to write down. And so I'm filling up some notes on my phone and, um, you know, nothing at three o'clock in the morning or anything yet. But uh, at those moments, I need to record those. I really, you know, because I will forget about them. And there's I'm fooling myself. Like, you know, it's been said over and over again. Don't trust your memory. Write things down. I need to do that more. So I, I love this idea. And I love look at this it becomes a suggestion box for your brain. Opening up new ideas. I love that. Back to you. I'm lobbing it back to you with a nice little lob shot. You don't even have to move too much. Once again, I'm going back to your blog because I think that's a huge thing. I write every single day and I reflect every single day. So for me, you know, honestly, my blogs come from something that I did from a previous podcast that I heard. And what they told me was that they journal every single day about what they're grateful for and what they learned that particular day. That's exactly what I've been blogging on. And that's exactly what I've been journaling on. The funny thing about it is that the, their central theme is typically located around other people and relationships in the past and what I learned from that. And what's interesting is that by doing that every single day, I feel myself developing personally a lot more than I have been a long time ago. And I, I blog about this all the time is that my biggest enemy right now is dealing with a lot of free time. And I hate to say it like that because – who wouldn't want more free time, right? Like I remember how stressed out I was throughout the school year. It's like all I wanted was free time. The problem with having all that free time is that it's unstructured. Mm -hmm. And you can end up doing whatever you want. I mean, I remember my sister and my brother-in-law telling me to go ahead and check out this like series on Netflix or anything. So I've been watching that. 
I must have binged like eight shows yesterday. <laughs> and I'm like addicted. And Nick literally texts me back. He's like, Jesus, slow down. You're going to like – you're going to lose it because I'm engrossed in that right now. And watching Netflix all day is not conducive. It's not leading me towards anything but just pure enjoyment and entertainment, right? So what I've been realizing is that, okay, take a step back from that but then learn to balance your time. And that's one of the biggest fears that I have about going to be an independent worker or do something on your own and saying F the man basically to a certain extent, right? Because it's like you got to go ahead and trust yourself as your own boss. And for me, I'm trying to learn how to do that, trying to learn how to balance mm-hmm. that a little bit better. That takes a craft. It takes a practice. But blogging every day, writing every day, reflecting on that helps you in that direction, helps you build that mindset, helps you build that type of characteristic trait that you need to kind of have to keep moving forward with that. Mm, that is huge. And on the subject of writing, I, I just scanned down the list here a little further down. There's this point about writing a handwritten note to the people in your life you want to connect with the most. Mm. And I think back to um, this end of the school year, Okay, uh, a mutual acquaintance of ours, uh, Mr. Rich Pop, who would love to get on this show, um, wrote a handwritten note to a lot of people uh, right. in the building. Right. Um, just regarding some well wishes and just some thanks and gratitude. And it, I just, it struck me as being very classy, number one, um, being very authentic. I love that. But it got me thinking there's some people I need to do that with. And um, uh, I do plan on even just getting a card or creating one just says thinking of you and getting it out in the mail and stuff. Uh, your thoughts of that? Is that something that you do on a regular basis? Or is there some people that you know you need to? Write a quick note too. So writing hand notes is really time consuming. It really is. And I don't know how Rich finds the time to honestly do that type of thing. So I don't necessarily write a hand note, but I'll send a text or are basically, because the text is kind of easy and it's more relevant too. I mean, it's direct, it's instant. So I write about that or I send a text that way or I will write on the blog about someone who has helped me support me in my time of need. And that's what I do too. So I think those two things are more time efficient for me because writing hand notes takes a lot of time. And I, like I said, I don't know where Rich gets his time from because, I mean, he's doing everything at that school to a certain extent too. <laughs> so I don't know how you find the time to do something like that. Yeah, he is. Uh, that's a good point. It does take some time, but I look back, um, that's all people did way back when. Right. You know, and, Before and technology. Absolutely. Yep. And, and I think there's still some people doing it today. And I think there's always a time and place for it. And it's still something, especially for those people that are older. Right. It, I think it means more to them. But also younger people, you might shock the heck out of them to get a, a handwritten note or a card in the mail um, regarding just, say, thinking of you rather than the traditional easy text, easy Facebook message, you know, Instagram message and whatever. So that's a challenge for me that I, I definitely need to get those uh, done for a couple people. Love this one. Uh, think of a favorite memory. When your mind is on overload, recall a great memory that can relax your mind, and it just might make you smile too. Summertime to me is huge for that because it does, I do have a lot of fantastic memories of summer. But um, what are your thoughts on that? Is there a favorite memory that you keep drawing back on, whether it be something with your dad, uh, something from childhood, uh, your friends? Because I, I love the banter uh, on your show is that you go with some of your friends, buddy. And I wish it could be like the Sandlot movie. I could just see you guys yeah. getting into just chaotic trouble. Um, and you're smiling right now, so I know it brings a smile to your face. And that, that genuine laughter that you guys have when you're 
throwing names out left and right. Right. Are there some memories that that you draw upon as far as uh, fitting that? Well, trash talk is <laughs> part of sports, right, to a certain extent. And, you know, good sportsmanship is needed too. But trash talk, especially when you're growing up, you want to be alpha dog to a certain extent. <laughs> so that's normal. That's common banter, yes. But referencing to what your point is in that particular moment, I don't really go back into a particular thought that takes me to a good time. It doesn't. I'm more situational-based. And going back to that five, four, three, two, one rule that you were talking about, or that five second rule that we're talking about, that's what I've been doing. Is basically instead of going to a negative thought, I count back five, four, three, two, one, and then instantaneously think about a good thought. And that changes my mindset. That's what I've been trying to do. And so depending on the situation I'm dealing with, either personal, professional, I try to go back to a situation where I count down and then apply a positive thought instead of going with a negative thought. Hmm. That's kind of what I've been doing. That's interesting. I like that. A couple of points I had was um, uh, me and my parents and my son went back to uh, the state of New York uh, last weekend. Okay. Uh, my mom's side of the family, a little family reunion, uh, aunt and uncle from New Orleans, a cousin from Virginia, um, and family there from Rochester, Batavia area. Uh, and we went on a little tour. So my mom took us by her old high school, Notre Dame there in Batavia, um, by my grandma's house that I remember, but then we also went to the house she grew up in. And they were doing some work out there, and we got out, and we were looking, and she's pointing things out. And it got me thinking about uh, the memories that I have with my with my grandparents um, and the sacrifice that they made for my mom. And then the sacrifice that my mom made for me and my sister, hmm. which has turned into sacrifices that my wife and I have made for our kids and my sister and her husband for, for their sons. Um, so those those memories always help me focus in on energy, help me focus in on gratitude, uh, help me focus in on, um, man, there's, there's a long-term gig here, but it goes by really fast, generational. And our choices and decisions affect other people, which, which is huge. And then the other point, like I said this morning in that uh, quick little uh, Facebook Live video, is music. Uh, in summertime, I definitely tend to play more music when I'm driving. Windows are open, you know, not, not like that in the winter. Um, but I recall certain songs, and then the people in my life at that time when that song was prevalent, and I remember lessons from them. I remember joys, laughter, fun times, um, you know, scary times, whatever was going on. But I also think back all the things I need to be doing today to help make them proud, to help make them um know, understand that they meant something to me. And so I draw back on uh, memories, um, which are pretty powerful. And another thing that's been hitting me lately, Jeff, you know, how old are you? 29? 30? <laughs> I'm 38, my 38? friend. 38? Oh, my God. Inside that 38-year-old Jeff Lip is the 25-year-old Jeff Lip, the 20-year-old, the 15-year-old, the 10-year-old. And I'm drawing back on all those ages that I have within me um, and the lessons I've learned, I just, I find it amazing that, you know, I'm 52 years old, but at the same time, I'm 25, you know, I'm 18, you know, I have all of that inside me and it's very valuable. You know, it keeps reflecting on, you know, your, your past is your best mentor and that really helps, uh, me get through some, through some tough times. So went off the rails on that one a little bit. Hey, a couple more here. Look at this one where it says, don't compromise when you feel strongly about something. And you, my friend, I love how you've jumped into action. You have jumped off an airplane um, <laughs> with the parachute in your hand, and you have put it on your back, and you've hooked it up before you've been able to pull it. 
when you left your job, when you survived a divorce, when you survived, you know, your, your dad passing, um, when you're getting these ideas of opening up your own practice, you are taping, taking leaps all the time uh, of faith, uh, of strength, of, you know what, you're not compromising. You are forging ahead and you're not letting things stop you. And I just find that so uh, invigorating, so, um, God, you're just, it helps me out so much, you going through what you're going through. It's inspiring to me, and I know it's inspiring to others, but I love that. Don't compromise when you feel strongly about something, and I know that's like, you know, if you could have a middle name that long, that would be your middle name. You're giving me way too much credit, oh, no, honestly. No, 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 I am, because no, no. I'm a far from an expert from many areas, especially. So I take choices. I mean, I take risks a lot. I do because of the fact that I'm not complacent of where I need to be. I don't want to be complacent. Mm. So think about this. Like, if you look back at everyone that's kind of opened up, moving from the institutionalized dream. Let me play that. Okay. So, are you familiar with what the institutionalized dream is, my friend? Very vaguely. Okay. Probably not what you're talking. So, about. your parents, I would imagine, and I know this because I've listened to a previous podcast that they worked for some type of organization, right? So they worked for a bank or they worked for some place where they were getting a paycheck every single day. And my parents were the same way. They worked for some place where they were getting a paycheck, and this is a company they worked for, and they made the company look better. That's what it came down to. Mm. And when I grew up, and as I'm growing up right now, that's how I realized that, like, you know, you work for somebody, right? This is what my dad did. This is how he made his income. This is how he lived very comfortably and supported his three children, and that's what he did. That was an institutionalized dream that was given to you, okay? The most successful people out there in the world that are rich in general with money, okay, not necessarily relationships, but with income, okay, they they branch away from that concept. Mm. You know, if they work the nine to five every single day, like kind of what we're doing right now, like in a school, they won't be billionaires. They wouldn't. They they have to think outside the box, right, to create that um, type of movement that they want to to kind of move to the next avenue they want to pursue. That's what I want to try to do. And it's hard to get away from that institutionalized dream because, you know, it's very – there's a lot of safety and security in understanding that, you know, there's someone's going to cut you a paycheck every two weeks. There's insurance there. There's a 504 – there is a 401K. There's a retirement plan. All that is an institutionalized part of dream. You can create that someplace else. You can honestly can, you know. But are you willing to invest in yourself and take that risk to go ahead and try to do something like that? Mm. That's a tough question to answer for a lot of people. So for me, what I try to do is not try to tackle that head on. I try to take it in chunks and try to figure out what I want to do and whether I'm not willing to make that risk. You know, But I, I truly imagine that you're not going to grow unless you take a step towards moving into a different direction. Mm. You have to. And it, the worst part of my whole journey so far, and you shared a lot when you were just kind of leading me up to this point, is the fact that you know, you went through a divorce, you lose your dad. Those were things to a certain extent that I could not control, right? Mm-hmm. So when things are done to you when you can't control, that's terrible. That's very difficult. And then you lose that whole perception of who you are, really. You get lost. And that's why I never want to go back to it. I don't want to get back to this lost feeling. So this article is quite appropriate in the fact that how am I gaining control? Well, by gaining control, I control the level of risk that I want to invest in by investing in myself and believing in myself. Mm, that is awesome. That's cute. Wow, that's cute. Um, hey, uh, two more real quick. Yeah, um, buddy. This next one, develop a love for learning. 
And obviously, I think summer uh, helps us with that, where we can get back in with uh, books and articles and podcasts and uh, you know blogs and things that you want to keep learning on. I'm a firm believer that, man, every morning when my feet hit the floor, if it's not just going down to let the dog out or to go for a walk or get a cup of coffee, there's something I plan on doing. Right. So it's never where I don't have anything not, not to do, like Oh my God! What do I do today? I right. never have had that thought. Right. Um, I think that's huge, especially as we get older. Right. I, I'll be learning till I take my last breath. I really mm. believe that, mm. and it's something that I don't want to keep putting off anymore. And so, part of what I enjoy doing every day is just picking up new things, finding new things, uh, develop a love for learning. I know you have that. You got your PhD for goodness sakes, and so if somebody doesn't love learning, they ain't going for that. Um, but what are your thoughts on that? How important is it for people? Well, I think it's extremely important. I mean, if you're not learning, you're dead. Yes. Honestly. So I've heard that a million times. But I'm learning something every single day. There's no two days in my life that has ever been absolutely the same. Mm. They're having it. Just, it's just huge. Right. It's just – I know that. No two days have been the same. Even at the job that I work at – and you're, you're you included – no two days at work have ever been the same. You can teach the same content every single day. That's fine. But you, even when you're teaching hour to hour on the subject that you're teaching, no two lesson plans the way you're de- um, delivering it is going to be the same because of the fact that you have different students that come in at a particular hour, yeah, right? Totally. So different students, different experiences, different hours. No particular two days have been the same for me professionally. So I'm learning something new every single day. Personally, I'm learning something new every single day. That's all I can do. So you got to be open to that. If you're not open to that, then you're continuously being stagnant again, and that's what you want to do. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, that's not living life. You, mm. There's so much more to life than what you think there is, but you got to be open to receiving that type of experience. So if you're not willing to learn and accept feedback, then you're stuck, in my opinion. Yep, that's huge. And summertime is just a fantastic time to – to try this, you know, and get out of uh, a little little rut that uh, people might be in. All right, finally, it says this point says to round up your friends and family, regularly invite others to do something fun, like ice skating, shopping, meeting for coffee, playing games in your backyard, cornhole, going out axe throwing, you know, <laughs> some of these things that uh, Jeff Lip is known for. Uh, in fact, I think I saw a picture on the wall of some championship that he won with the axe throwing, but... I can't remember where I saw that from. But, hey, one more thing we got to do is we got to get you out playing some golf. Oh, God. Okay? Now, listen. I've, I've heard some calls from different people on this, calling it out, putting it out on the airwaves, that we're going to have to pull this off at some point in time. But I know I brought this point up because summer's great for it. Um, and, Jeff, I, I do know that you do invest a lot in people and, and um, seeing people going out with them, um, family especially. You get together with family every week, every few days. You take trips with family, which I just think is fantastic. And that was one of the things I did with, with my family uh, recently going to New York. Great, great times. Great time spent. Very valuable time spent. Your thoughts? Any big plans that you've got coming up or some fun things that you've had? Because I know you just love getting together with people. And that's one of the many things I love about you, buddy. So, yeah, golf is terrible uh, in my opinion. Uh <laughs> Yeah, you never hear me use the Lord's name in vain to a certain extent there. But yes, I just said that. <laughs> Look, golf is great. I think more than anything that if I get out there and I start swinging a golf club, I think it would be awesome. I think I try to do my best more than anything. But really, 
I'm not out there to be Tiger Woods or anybody like professional at all. I'm there just to get together with my friends, okay? So once again, that's me challenging myself to get out there professionally or personally just to get out of my comfort zone but be around people that I don't normally hang out with. And, you know, Todd, Chad, yourself, and me having a scramble is what Todd would say. I think that's a great idea. I think that would be a fun time for me. Great laughs I think that we would have just kind of hang out. And now is the time to do something like that. But, yes, I'll get out there. That would be a personal goal of mine just to, like, continue to keep doing something out of my comfort zone. Mm. But, like, what's interesting is that the people that I hang out with. So here's a prime example of what I'm talking about, right? And this is why I hate doing some things out of my comfort zone, okay? especially <laughs> golf, right? Like, I'll use my good friend Chris Mazzola, who we've talked about several times. And you know what? He doesn't want to get on a podcast, so I'm going to talk trash about him right now. That's what it is, okay? <laughs> Every time I get out there with him about any particular thing that we're doing, he's gaining this mindset of consistent competition. And I think it is with just with guys, too. For me, I get out there and I just want to hang out with people and have fun. You know, maybe have a few laughs, you know, joke around with how poorly proficient I am in certain things. Chris will not do things outside his comfort zone. He mm. just won't. And meaning that, like, activities outside of the comfort zone. So... When we were doing axe throwing, for example, neither him and I threw an axe, so I felt that was common ground, right? But as soon as him and I knew how to start throwing an axe, it was like, lights on, forget it. I'm going to destroy everybody. I don't care about anybody. I take any prisoners. I'm going to be the best axe thrower there is. I'm like, okay, for me, I'm laid back, but if I can get one up on him, even better, you know? <laughs> so what I'm getting at, more than anything, once again, is going back to what I originally was coming out of, was that I, every single situation I get into – it's more about hanging out with the people and trying to learn from someone and learn something about that person more than I knew before I started going out of that. And what I learned from Chris more than anything is that I love the guy, but he's so competitive in everything that we do. And everything's a competition. And I go, I don't know what it is. I mean, like, if we're talking about, if we're going to compare ages, well, you got me there. Okay, fine. You got that. You know, I'm younger than you. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but he, he really wants to be, I think, in that competitive mindset. So more anything, what I want you to take away from that is that whatever situation that you want to put yourself in, get out of your comfort zone and be with people and learn something from mm -hmm. that other person. So for me, when I get out of my comfort zone and I go into situations where I'm not a pro at or by any means even proficient at, is for me to just go ahead and try to learn from someone else because they're trying to teach me something. Mm -hmm. That's what it comes down to. And like... It's surprising how many things that can happen in your life if you do something like that. That's huge. And I will not be talking trash about Chris Mazzola, but I will throw this out to him to get on this podcast because it just came to me. The man is so, he offers so much value in so many different areas that I think he could expand that and even help more people. If, if Chris Mazzola gets out of his comfort zone, I see him as being a very, very valuable, more valuable person I don't want to say dangerous. That's not the right word. But I, I want to say more valuable. And I think he could exemplify, um, you know, the greatness he already has in so many areas, especially making connections with kids. Um, I think he'd be awesome to see outside his comfort zone. I think he's gone out of his comfort zone a lot of things. One more of what I'm referencing to are things that he doesn't want to do, right? Like meaning right. that, like, I don't know if he's going to get on the podcast ever. I mean, so I shook my head the second you said that because I don't think he's that good at the podcast. <laughs> I'll be quite honest with you. I mean, he's had former students on my show now mm -hmm. that he's taught. And that's the only reason I know these people is because of the people that he taught. Right. So more than anything, he's doing a lot 
in my opinion, to get out of his comfort zone. But he won't do things if he doesn't feel like it's interesting to him. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll have to challenge him anyways. Hey, this is a good point to uh, end here about uh, find some things that take control of your life. And hopefully we got some things uh, that got you thinking a little bit uh, whenever you listen to this, uh, wherever you're at. And um, just keep looking to, to, it doesn't have to be summertime, you know, just keep looking to make connections uh, with the person that you're looking in the mirror and also the people that are around you too. Like Jeff says all the time, I'm a big proponent. Life is all about relationships. It really, when it comes down to it, that's all that matters. You know, when you're on your deathbed, that's really all you're going to be worried about is the people you're leaving, uh, and hopefully some of them are around you, um, and it's one of those things that you want to prepare for that because it comes, I think, a lot quicker than we all think about. You know, I know I'm getting older. Um, I always thought that things would start happening to me in my 60s. They're happening much earlier as far as physical ailments, and so I just know time's flying by. I really believe that, and so um, if you can look to, to find some ways to get better, it's just awesome. Thank you, Jeff, for sharing a little time today with me. I really appreciate it. I, I value the, this time together. It really means a lot to me, my friend. Uh, real quick, I just want to say something. As it's going to almost 40 minutes on this podcast, which is crazy because time flies with you when we were having conversations. Real big shout-out to – I know this person is probably listening to this. is Nicole Bellamo. Mm. And it's interesting. Nicole lives in Florida. Her and I connected. And more than anything, she's a huge component of me doing my particular show. And what's interesting is that she tells me she listens to John's show too, and which is awesome. And I think that's really awesome. And she does this because it's a mindset for her. She says that once she listens to your show or my show, more than anything, she gets in the state of mind where she's prepared for her day a little bit better. You know, mm-hmm. it gives her that type of knowledge to learn something. And it's just powerful what this media format can do for you. So once again, going back to Chris Mazzola, I think that I, I love the point how you made that you know, more than anything, get out there, share what your knowledge can be, you know. And like I said, I, not the dog, Chris, because I didn't really dog Chris more than anything. But it's really, <laughs> you know, at, at any point where you feel like you can't do it, try it. Just try it. Don't give up on it and say, I just don't want to do it. Just try it. If you do something like that and you see growth and you see something that you like, you learn a little bit more about yourself. And that's what life is all about. Try and learn something more about yourself than you knew the day before. Wow. I appreciate that. that that's right. a great shout out. Yeah, absolutely. She's Nicole's in, awesome. She's a rock star. She's in Florida? Right? She's back in Fort Myers right now as we speak. Yeah, and it was great to have lunch with her and Joe Simon. But I don't think Joe listens to podcasts because he's still got a flip phone. And <laughs> I don't know how you have a flip phone nowadays, but he does. And I, I totally get his particular reason as to why he has that, but he doesn't listen to podcasts. But I know Nicole does, so big shout out to her. I don't even know if she's got to listen to this one in particular, but... You know, I hope she's keep doing well where she's at. And once again, these are things that you do to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she's like, I haven't heard from you in years. But basically, as she listened to the podcast, she knew everything about my life. And it was funny because when we met back up and I haven't seen her in like years, all I wanted to do was kind of hear how she's doing and, you know, hear her story and just kind of connect with her. But what's interesting, more I think she already kind of knew everything that was happening on with me because of the podcast that has been going on. That's cool. Yep. That's awesome. Well, somehow I think Mr. Simon's going to find this. Someone's going to tell him. Someone's going to share this with him. And uh, you might just be hearing back from from, uh, from that young man. That'd we'll be see. awesome. All right, buddy. Thanks again. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate all the downloads are happening. Almost 7,600 downloads, you guys, all across the world. I really appreciate it. Again, you know, find it on iTunes. Find it wherever. Uh, share it. Rate it. Subscribe. You know, the five-star ratings and everything, it's not for my ego. It's it's more for 
getting people out there to, to find this stuff. And hopefully there's little points here and there that really make a difference. And I'm sure you know somebody that this can make a difference for too. And definitely always find your way over to jefflip.com and make sure you check some things out over there. Again, he's blogging every day. The insights from this man is just tremendous. All of the lessons he's learning in life, he's sharing with everybody. So listen to his podcast over there too. But uh, hey, find me on Facebook at coach to expect success and over on Twitter at Coach2Success, and, of course, on Instagram at Coach John Daly. And, again, on my website, Coach2ExpectSuccess.com, my blogs are up and going again, and they're on the homepage. If you ever want to get in touch with me, uh, you can always uh, leave me a note there, and uh, I will get back to you, I promise. And there's the book list that you can check out, too, some, some fantastic reads. And, again, it's summertime, great time of year to read some books, okay? Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We'll talk again soon. See you.